do for an intro. So I'm just going to do this as the intro. This right now, what I'm telling you right now, is the intro. What, what, what are you telling me? Right now is the intro. This is the intro? This right now is the intro. So if I hit one other button, then we're... The, the music plays. But that's all? Yeah, that's it. But this is the intro. Yeah, and I'm going to hit that button in three, two, one. No. to the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP and the events and stuff and all the other things and other topics. Uh, we'll get to there in a moment. Okay. The date today is January 26, 2022. This is episode 2 of 2022. It's a Wednesday. Yeah, Jesse had real life stuff happen, and we had to postpone it. Oh, no worries. I'm, I'm not. I'm not using that to blame you. I was just thinking it could have been the second episode of 2022 on a Tuesday, but then there's also mm. Tuesday, which is February 22nd, 2022, which lands on a Tuesday. So it's TWO's day, Tuesday. You feel me? Oh, I got a funny joke. No, it's not a funny joke. It's just a happenstance. It's going to happen next uh, next month. So, And I believe, yep, that's going to be a podcast week. So not next podcast, but the podcast after, after will be recorded on Tuesday. So that's a neat little thing. But this episode that's on a Wednesday, Wednesday. Trying to do my Jeff Wednesday, my dudes. Jeff Seitzer, uh, Halo announcer voice. Wednesday, oddball play. Wednesday um, is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon producers over at Patreon.com/slash/BattleScience. Dolphin ninety three, Jimmy Bo, Jim is here, aka James, uh, Winston the Champ, Jmar, and Evo Stevo. Thank you. To our five wonderful, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I don't know why I'm having to count. Our five wonderful Patreon producers over at patreon.com slash battle science. You too can get your name read at the beginning of every show that we do by becoming a Patreon producer at the $5 tier or higher over at patreon.com slash battle science. You can, just like our Patreon producers and anyone else that backs us at a dollar tier or more, get access to the monthly Battle Science After Dark podcast as well as get all of our podcasts a couple days early uh, by going over to patreon.com slash battle science and backing us at a dollar or more. Uh, it helps fund the cost of hosting the show on a podcast service because server space is still space and rent isn't actually podcast rent. Not too bad. I got to say not too bad. Could be worse. <laughs> Could be worse. Please don't make it worse. Real life rent, whew, whew, it's not good. But podcast rent, it's not that bad. 
uh, if you are new to page not Patreon, if you're new to Pokemon Go PvP, you can go listen to our preseason primers episodes from August 27th and September 6th and get a better knowledge of Pokemon Go PvP. And then you can come back to this episode, or you can listen to this episode and then go back to those however you want to... I was going to say skin the cat, but that's really morbid, so however you want to cook the bacon? That works. It's less morbid, because you could... Jesse, what's your preference? Do you stovetop? Do you oven bake? What's your bacon cooking preference? Do you have a bacon cooking preference? I do not. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure that out later. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's the next Battle Science After Dark podcast. We talk about our favorite brunch or something. I don't know. What else am I missing? Am I missing something else? I don't know. Come over, hang out in our Discord. Bruh. Come over, hang out in our Discord. I got invited to, to a raid, and I got a shiny hundo. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god. What do the kids Bruh. say? What do the kids say? Sheesh. I don't know. I guess I'm a kid because I said it. So. Although I was like, I think that's, that's incredibly high. Click stats. Oh, okay. Way to go, Regice uh, Shundo. Good for you. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, if I don't do remote raids, I don't. If I don't do raids, I don't have a chance of getting them. So, you're fine. I will flex that in Ultra. That's that's nice. Um, Jesse, are you ready to talk about the thing that's on the screen for just a brief? I moment? am. Okay. That's a Bulbasaur. Yeah. Give me one second. We'll do the thing. I'm gonna push a button. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. All right. So was it last week? Last weekend? Yep. This past last weekend. Saturday. We had Community Day Classic back to Bulbasaur for three hours. So the original the original timing for community days came back. Two to five. Bulbasaur came back. Bonus XP, I believe. And a frenzy plant on Venusaur came back for evolving. I just wanted to go back to it and sort of say it was pretty solid. So, I don't know. Jesse, did you have plus minus thoughts on having a second community day and coming back to Bulbasaur? Oh, sick. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I went out and did stuff, hung out with friends. Um You'll never go wrong with the starters. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I will say. Until if we get, we get a rerun of Duskull Community Day, I feel like people would be upset. <laughs> but if you see a rerun of any of the starters, Dragonite, uh, sorry, Dratini, mm -hmm. uh, Larvitar, I think I, I, I almost would put money on the fact that they might make this either a monthly thing mm -hmm. or a bi-monthly thing. Mm -hmm. And if they do make it a monthly thing, I think they should bring back Larvitar for February to tie in with the Johto event. Mm, do we have... Well, we had February's events release, and we'll talk about that in a minute or two. Right. So I don't know if there's anything on the calendar for February just yet, just because there's going to be a... There's a community day, and there's a full weekend done by the Johto tour, 
and whatever else goes on. So I just don't yeah. know if there's a weekend available for it. But yeah, I'll be interested to see them go back. I mean, even if it is bi-monthly, every other month, I think that's not a bad. It's not a bad option. It's not a bad I, thing. It'll depend on what they decide to do for the Pokemon, mm-hmm. and for sure, it'll depend on if it's start. If it's just starters, that's just more chance for people to get stuff that's for the most part most of those are really relevant yeah um i will be a little peeved if they bring back charmander again yeah because this would be trying it would be its third third. time yeah yeah i honestly want to see the voting come back i think the voting was probably the best way yeah that they did it we talked a lot about that in the Battle Science After Dark podcast, this yeah. January is Battle Science After Dark podcast. So yeah, go back to the dollar and check out our thoughts on that because I think we had a, I don't know, at least I thought I had some reasonable feedback for Niantic. Not that they'll yeah. ever hear a Patreon exclusive content, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, and getting more shinies is cool. I think I did see somebody, I don't remember where it was, but talking about the devaluing of shinies over time and like try to use that as a legitimate criticism. And I just like, I laughed out loud. I was like, that's funny. That's really funny. They're like, oh, the odds are like exp- exponentially high versus the main series games. And I'm like, but that's how poker's yeah. always been. Yeah. They're like, it's a collecting game. I'm like, you guys recognize that this is supposed to be a fitness game, right? Right like walking and exploring not like shiny collecting like collecting is a that'll part of tie it, into not... something i want to make a comment on later too dope that... that's let's make later the... now and okay. we'll go on to our next story am i is that that is maybe too aggro i'm sorry <laughs> the currently running power plant event if you haven't already caught stuff do it uh get the candy and Maybe evolve a helioptile and then leave it alone because it's not great. Um, grind the Grimer. Get those XL Grimer candy. And then on top of that, go to Team Go Rocket. Team Go Rocket is back and they drew a comic book that... I I think I this was another topic we talked about on the BSAD the season of heritage story continues, but here's story that is only available on the blog post and not in game because there haven't been other games that have told most of their stories outside of the game and have done really well with story that (sighs) put this kind of stuff in the game. Uh, Justice spark obtained enough. uh, I'm going to quote the blog post here. This is the, the, team go rocket strikes as part of the power plant event just as spark obtained enough electric type pokemon he's hit with another flash of intuition that something bad is coming his suspicions are confirmed after he finds a crumpled piece of paper detailing some of team go rockets plans for a takeover he notifies professor willow and the team leaders and they quickly rush out to take on the villains as they continue to deal with team go rocket spark can't help but feel there's more to this takeover then meets the eye. Catch up on the story so far in the Season of Heritage webpage. Why is the story on the webpage and not in the game? Why? They want you to go to the external sites. I also That's sent so... you a link from uh, Silf, Silf, the Silf Road it's that so shows bad. all the new rocket encounters. Oh, yes. yes. Actually, let's talk about that. That's important. Boop. Opening. How's it going, Proto? 
Um, yeah, I think it's dumb. It's big dumb, big stupid. What the external links to read? Their yeah, stuff? that's it's exactly what Destiny did. Destiny one and most of Destiny two, where a lot of the like story lore stuff was in grimoire cards that were not even on, not even in the game, or if they were in the game, they were hidden in the like a uh, uh, encyclopedia menu. It's like I I want a I want the story to unfold around me or even someone to tell me the story. I don't want to have to go search for it and read it somewhere else. I don't yeah. know. But that's not PVP content. This is PVP content. The Rocket event takeover has shuffled things around. The Johto starters are now in rocket battles. And they're okay. I don't know. It's cool. Dota Dial is still pretty cheeks uh, for, as for all I don't here, think, I don't think unfortunately. Any, it's not going to get any better. There's not much. I mean, if it got a better, uh, either something like Bubble or a low charge uh, fast move like Bubble Beam to help sustain it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But as is, unfortunately, it does require a lot of buildup, and it's a sweeper slash closer at best. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the case with most of these shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, Typhlosion incinerate hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. Shadow Typhlosion incinerate hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at three shots, uh, what's it called? The Frost Tree, uh, Obama Snow. Huh. I mean, quad weak with a boosted damage, so... And then Bailey, or not Bailey, Meganium is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. It becomes more akin to Venusaur stats, mm-hmm. but still keeps the Meganium moves. Yeah, which kind of hampers it a little. It definitely hits like a truck, though. Yeah. Yeah, if you can get it off. The the Meganium, the benefit of Meganium over Venusaur is a little less weaknesses because it's a monotype. But and a little bit more bulk, but overall its utility is uh, vine whip. It's not. Pr- it's plant, not. So. It's like Charizard. It's the opposite of Venusaur. It's the Charizard and Typhlosion comparison to Venusaur Meganium. Mm. They both have their pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having it be a shadow available as a shadow is an interesting. It makes it a little bit more glassy, but things like Frenzy Plant. Against something like Azu, definitely hurt a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look through. Was that the main switch? I don't. That's one of the ones that changed. Um, keep scrolling down. Wismer, the Wismer line is now in normals. Yep. And that's which Wismer? Oh, okay. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> the was Murkrow in Shadows before? It was. Okay. So the next one that, one that really changed was uh, you'll be defeated into the ground, mm. which we now see Shadow Hippopotas. Mm, okay. Which, which is... with uh, Shadow Hippodon, it trades a little bit of that bulk that it's known to have, and it powers up its fang moves quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It has quite the versatility in its moveset. It also so. has Body Slam, so Shadow <laughs> Body Slam is always fun. <laughs> um, That's The true. electric... Go ahead. Uh, Proto Man brings up that Whismur is at least a 1K purify. It is a cheap, the ch- one of the cheapest purification. So if you're needing that for, like, I, the reason I have so many uh, Shadow, Staravia, or Starly and Zubat 
is because they're 1K purification, so that if any point in time there's research that requires purifi- um, to purify Pokemon, I have cheap purifications there. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. Oh, and Voltorb. Yes, the electric one got Voltorb, uh, so Shadow Electrode is pretty crazy. Is it? I don't... It's glassier. It, it plays a lot like Magnezone, but it has dark moves. Ew. Uh, that's... Uh, um. Whenever I'm seeing electric now, I'm all like, okay, so Magnemite's gone, Mareep's gone, it's just Voltorb. I thanks, I don't want to do it. I mean... I'm disappointed. Eh. Yeah, there's not a lot of hype behind it. I can I can understand that. Yeah. But if you've used one in Great League, you know how good Electrode is. Mm. Um Fire has now got replaced with Cyndaquil or Charmander. Mm. So if you want to get a Shadow Charizard, you can get that. Mm-hmm. And then the waters are treacherous are now Totodile or Squirtle. So now the only only way for me to get Vulpix is now gone. Outside of normal spawns, yes. They're not in normal spawns. You don't see them around here. Well, not right uh, now. Do you see, yeah. Winner. You don't see them around us. You could still get the catch five weather boost and spin that wheel. <laughs> yeah, because before it was what? Vulpix and Polywag. Polywag, and now it's four different. Yeah. There's four it's different. Like Rhyhorn it's like and cool. all this other junk. Thanks. I'm screwed. So I get Sorry. to, like, now I can't even get a chance for a hundred. Every single Shadow Vulpix I would get would have, like, high attack, low HP and defense. Like, nothing nothing that would allow me to purify to get the hundo. Nothing that... It, it can't even be shiny, so I I just have to wait now for Vulpix. Proto Man makes a good point. Horsey is now gone, too. Yep. Yep. They made it useless. I mean, Shadow Blastoise, I guess, is probably one of the only ones. And maybe that one gets if they pretty do, good. Yeah, and maybe if they do an adjustment to Fralligator's moveset later on down the line, they give it a Charizard Community Day-esque where it gets another move. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Shadow Fralligator might be relevant, but currently it's not. So, no. I don't know. I, it bums me out. The Rocket Bosses did get rotations as well, I believe. Correct. So, Sierra now has Poliwag. Arlo now has Bagon, and Cliff now has Teddy Ursa. So two of those have already existed. Poliwag was a water encounter. Mm-hmm. Teddy Ursa was a normal encounter. Yep. But the benefit is now both of these can be shiny. Mm-hmm. And then Arlo got the newest one in Bagon. Uh-huh. Which... Uh, personally, I don't see a need for the Teddy Ursa, so I'm not going for that one. Mm. Uh, I go between either Bagon or Poliwag. I did get a rank nine Shadow uh, Bagon from Arlo the other day, mm-hmm. but with all these Wall Rain running around in Ultra League, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And then Poly, I think competitively, Poliwag would be the one you'd want to look for the most uh-huh. because I know from you firsthand experience how Shadow Poly Toad works, and my goodness, is it oppressive. Yeah, very well. And Shadow Polyrath is a power hitter, a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So yeah. either one is a great option for both Great and Ultra Leagues. But you do have to find Sierra specifically for that one. It's like I told the local community, if you want something fun for PvP, go for Sierra. If you want something for PvE, go for Arlo. Yeah. 
because Shadow Bagon will still crank out damage in raids. Mm -hmm. And then Cliff is and, just chop, chop liver. Yeah, unfortunately, it's kind of funny they gave Cliff the teddy bear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have been cool to have like Ursaring in the back or something, but yeah, Shadow Ursaring would be would just look menacing. Wouldn't actually do anything because its moveset's not great. <laughs> uh yeah uh there there i have to be honest i have not done a rocket leader in a couple months now yeah last time it was required to get giovanni probably yeah. the last time i, did and I think it, that's so. what most people are doing is they don't do it unless they need to get it for a research mm -hmm. but that's that's fine everybody plays differently um, let's see yep uses tm's Use those charge TMs, remove frustration. Oh yes, off. frustration. Yeah, that's off for what's the the window here? Till January thirtieth. So the end of the month. So another four days. Yeah. For uh, as of this recording. Yeah. Through Sunday. So yeah. Voltorb, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Wismer, Hippopotas, then a couple of new field research task encounters. So. Yep. But the previous ones apparently are still there so go get those grimer and alolan grimer do that thing thank you for giving me the lucky hundo grimer though yeah that was a trade um let's see we have february content coming up this was posted what earlier today yesterday uh, it's been a couple of days yesterday this was posted yesterday on pokemongolive.com Pokemon Go Tour Johto will be live on February 26th. So if you haven't set your calendars already, go do that. If you are uninterested, then, you know, you do you. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Go ahead and work that day, relax that day, do what you're going to do. Uh, or you can just battle, take advantage of the couple of bonuses that are extra, that are applied to everyone. Um, what's up i'm just like reading skimming through the first paragraph or so uh february community day we'll talk about that here in another couple minutes but it is hopip february 12th 2022 hopip the cottonweed pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild season of heritage monthly bonus the february Increased candy XL from hatching eggs and two times XP from hatching eggs. So bonuses to two things that people generally don't care about. <gasps> I didn't realize Esper was getting a shiny release. Yes. <laughs> yes. Little blonde kitty. Uh, it's one of you know my. It's pink, right? Uh, no, one of them is. Oh, you're talking about its evolution. It's evolution. One the I don't remember which one's which. Oh, there's either a male, male or female. Male or female. I don't remember which one is like the uh, a yellow blonde, but it's adorable, and I I'm probably never gonna. Die. I'm gonna get the shiny of the opposite of what I'm. Looking That's usually for. how it works. Um, Tuesday, February first through Tuesday, March first. For the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter a shiny Esper. Um, Esper Esper will be in field research breakthrough encounters, so once every week at most feature pokemon and raids five star raids from february 1st to february 9th so about a week 
Reggie Rock will be in raids. From February 9th to February 16th, Reggie Steele will be in raids. Five-star raids. Wednesday, February 16th to Saturday, February 19th, Normal For Me Deoxys. Uh, and from February 19th to February 22nd, Attack For Me Deoxys. Oh, goodness, there's a lot here in February. February 22nd to February 25th. Oh, no, 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 no. These, they're, they're shortening this down. So Wednesday to Wednesday, or no, Tuesday to Wednesday, Wednesday to Wednesday, Wednesday to Saturday. So Wednesday, February 16th to Saturday, February 19th. So three days, normal for me, Deoxys. Saturday, February 19th to Tuesday, February 22nd. So three days, attack for me, Deoxys. And from Tuesday, February 22nd to Friday, February 25th, so three days, Defense for me, Deoxys. Oh, and by the way, that's going to uh, span the Wednesday raid hour, the Defense for yep. Deoxys that everyone wants. That everyone wants, yeah. yeah. Friday, <laughs> February 25th to March 1st, Speed Form. Speed for me, Deoxys will be in five star raids. Pokemon Go Speed. Tour, Johto, Saturday, February 26th, 2022. Wow, there's a lot of asterisks here. Raiko, Entei, Suicune, Lugia, and Ho Oh will all be in raids for Johto Tour. Uh, the asterisks here Regirock caught during this time will know the attack Earthquake. Registeel caught during this time will know the attack Zap Cannon. Raids from Pokemon Go Tour Johto will run on Saturday, February 26th from 9 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Local time, Speed For Me Deoxys raids will run before and after that time frame that day. Um, we were briefly talking about this before the podcast, that Regirock and Registeel are getting new moves, Registeel getting Zap Cannon, and apparently people are freaking out. Um, Zap Cannon on Registeel is apparently oppressive in Ultra League. JREC Wolf has not put out a article, but has talked about its overall performance, that it's something that might even get rolled back because of its performance within Ultra League. Is it Ultra League? Open Ultra League? Where that everything's right. available? If anything, they'll just nerf Zap Cannon. Which apparently it's already gotten nerfed before, so yep. that's awkward. I I don't know. I Ultra League is not my bread and butter. It apparently moves the needle a little bit within Great League, where it beats like Azu and a couple of others, mm -hmm. which I mean realistically it it's a steel type. It's other than water hitting it for neutral, realistically it should win against a fairy type. Um. Yeah, that's a it's a choice, I guess. Sure, I think the other problem is within Ultra League. It needs to be a Hundo with XL, or no, it needs XL. It doesn't necessarily need to be a Hundo. You're looking for mm -hmm. the proper stat spread for it, so which makes it not ideal. Yeah. So that's great. I don't know. It's a choice. It's a choice Niantic has made. We'll see if they roll it back or nerf Zap Cannon or what they do. So, 
Mega Raids. Mega Amphros and Mega Houndoom will be appearing in Mega Raids. Please note raid rotations all start and end at 10 a.m. local time on the dates listed from February 1st to February 15th, Mega Houndoom. From February 15th to March 1st, Mega Amphros. Excuse me. Raid hours. February 2nd, Regirock. February 9th, Registeel. February 16th, Normal Formy Deoxys. And February 23rd, Defense Formy Deoxys. 6 to 7 p.m., the standard times. The one weekly one Pokecoin bundles will continue with a remote raid pass and other items available in the shop. Pokemon Spotlight Hours. February 1st, Litleo and two times XP for evolving Pokemon. February 8th. So, uh, one thing to point out for that one. Yes. That is the beginning of uh, Chinese New Year. So it could oh. be tied into the Year of the Tiger. Yes, that would I make some sense, but Litleo is a lion? Yeah. So that's not awkward at all. I, I don't think people would be happy if they put Electabuzz. Is Electabuzz technically a lion or a tiger? A, I think so. Bipedal? It's kind of weird. February 8th, Spritzy, two times catch Stardust. February 15th, Coughing, two times catch XP. And February 22nd, Voltorb, two times catch candy. Voltorb sounds like a, a Meltan kind of day. The Shinies <laughs> for Coughing and Voltorb are available if you are going to hunt for them. Uh, Spritzy is okay. Litleo is interesting as a normal fire, and that's all. That's that's all. The that Litleo days one to catch and uh, get the XLs for. Mm -hmm. It's a two tier. Does it require XLs for Great League? If you want to run it as a Litleo. Oh, why would you want to run it as a Litleo? It actually performs. Interesting. Let me take a look Look here. Lit. Nope. Lit Leo. Here we go. Tackle flame. <laughs> tackle flame charge. Items. Let's use uh, Firefang or Ember as fast. Tackle Firefang Ember. And what do we have for. Ooh, yeah. Flame charge, flamethrower, or crunch. I'm going to go flame charge and crunch. That's solid. I don't know what Litleo's move or what's its evolution's name. Um, Pyroar? Pyroar. I don't know what Pyroar's moveset is, but Litleo's moveset, pretty good. Upcoming events. Stay tuned for details about these upcoming events. Hopefully they give us more information rather than three days in advance like they have been. Lunar New Year. Ring in the Lunar New Year from Tuesday, February 1st to Monday, February 7th. Valentine's Day on Thursday. You're really liking these six-day events, huh? Yeah. It's not, I mean, <laughs> our current event is a two-week, two-week-plus event, and I'm okay with that. Valentine's Day. On Thursday, February 10th to Monday, February 14th, trainers can celebrate Valentine's Day with in-game events and activities. An evolutionary line of fairy-type Pokemon will even make its Pokemon Go debut. Lorgis. Do you, you want to say that normally? Lorgis. Lorgis? Flabebe. Oh, wait, which one is that one? The flower. There's a it's lot the little of fairy clinging to the flower. Do you want to send me a Pokedex entry for that? Yep. Please, Maggie. Go tour Johto lead-up event from Friday, February 18th to Friday, February 25th. Get ready 
for Pokemon Go Tour Johto with a Pokeball-focused event. So if you don't have your items stocked up, we will help you. I've got Sending a... Sending it on Discord. Huh? Sending it on Discord. Please, thank you. That is the one. That is adorable. Should look at what it evolves into. Uh, is it scary? No. Okay. Uh, Flabebe? Oh, it's got different forms. Or colors. Uh, where's your evolution? No, seriously, where? Oh, there we Scroll go. Scroll back up to the top. It's Floet. on the right part of the... Floet and Florges. Interesting. It's holding onto a flower. It's a sprite. And Florges is like a mermaid, but flowers. Interesting choice. Straight fairy type, yellow flower, orange flower, blue flower, white flower. The workforce of today is no. more fluid. Ads. I'm going to need to get ad blocker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to use ad blocker, but goodness, goodness gracious, am I going to need to? Um, <laughs> 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 Hello, what happened? Uh, I need to send you this picture. Uh, oh no! Are you seeing the image? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only have. <laughs> I only have sixteen polygons to work with this. <coughs> uh, here you go. It it's like Greninja, but like. <laughs> it's so funny. That's so funny looking. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. Uh, if you go over to the video, oh, it's funny. That's funny. Uh, the third form of what are we looking at? It's Florges. Florges is is funny. It is a fairy type Pokemon. That's what I think will be what you get for your Valentine's Day, though. Is that the one that they're referencing because it's on the start screen? Yes. Okay. Cool. It evolves with at level nineteen and with a shiny stone, which basically means it's going to be more candy or. Like I feel it'll be a, a 25-125 evolution. Okay. Are these... Unless just... they make it like a sunstone evolution. Mm. Floor just mm, has how about the, a Sinnoh stone? The highest base <laughs> special defense of all fairy-type Pokemon? Well, that's interesting. Might be really Oh, uh, wait. Was this a Gen 5 Pokemon? Because they could make us use a Unova stone. Maybe. Oh, you can only evolve it to Florges as a female? That sounds right. Interesting. It is from Generation 6. six. Hmm. So maybe it's Unova? I don't know. Its flower can come in five different colors. Do we see it with different colors in-game, or do we see that as regional. A, form, a form change? It, I mean, it could be a regional. It could be form change. They could change. give it the Furfuro treatment. Yeah. Is it this one? Here we go. February. Yeah, I mean, eh, hmm, eh, it might be interesting. Are The fairy-type moves aren't 
super impressive, so we'll have to sort of wait and see what we get there. You know what? I'm going to pull up Serebi and see. Look at its move pool. Yeah, look at its move pool. And this is all theory crafting. We don't have confirmation that this is what it is. Surprise, exactly. have some Alola Mola Ola. Yeah. <laughs> Here, have a different fairy type that we totally didn't. Oh, that's right. They did mention it'd be fairy. Well, what other fairy don't we have? Uh, Mimikyu. <laughs> What's the... Can you spell the name for me? Florges? Flor... I closed the link. I'll have to reopen it one that's second. That's fine. I'm going to misspell it and see if Serebii's search engine can handle that. Low no results. What? One more time? F-L-O-R. Oh. Uh-huh. G-E-S. There it is. Fairy type, the third form. Because get it, it's gorgeous. It's florgeous. Oh, gorgeous ho, ho, flower. Ho, ho, ho. It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we You're have put it up in on the screen. game. Yes, this is its move pool within the most recent generation that it was in. So disarming voice, magical leaf. I believe are two that we have already. Grass knot. So Magical Leaf's not in the game yet, but okay. it is in the like the mine data. What's the one that I'm thinking of then that is it Roserade has? Leaf Storm or whatever? Leaf? Okay, that might be what I'm thinking. Leaf Storm. Mm, Petal Blizzard, Petal Dance. So Moonblast is here. Doesn't look like it has charm unless it learns it via TM, which basically means it's not going to move the needle at all. Energy ball via TM. It'll and probably have energy ball. It'd be nice if it had grass knot. Dazzling. Have a fast type, faster uh, whimsicott, essentially. Mm -hmm. Seed bomb, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire move tutor. Um. Tackle Vine Whip. So pre-evolution only moves. Tackle Vine Whip, Fairy Wind, Razor Leaf, Solar Beam. So we could get some really interesting grass-type moves on a fairy-type Pokemon. Because it is just straight fairy. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. There would be some... <laughs> be the anti-Azu for sure. Yeah, there would be some metas where it's a fairy-type, but having grass-specific grass moves... Yeah, because it doesn't have charm. Kind of like how Vigoroth's the fighter that's not a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this could be really interesting as far as placement within the meta. I want to see where's our stats. I'm just scrolling back and forth on this page. Uh, very bottom. Let's see. A HP 78, attack 65, defense 68, special attack 112, special defense 150, and a 75 speed. So that's defense weighted by a small chunk. Yep. It's not it's got good HP, good defensive abilities. Yeah, well, its HP is okay considering its special attack is 112, which the attack and special attack combined are you have 
speed at the lowest hp your attack and special attack like average is going to be semi-high but then your defense and special defense average is higher so which is what you want for pokemon go pvp yeah yeah i mean i mean you want less attack and higher hp realistically but this isn't all that bad no now the downside is it's straight grass or no it's it's fairy with grass type moves so it doesn't move the needle against poisons at all it doesn't help against fire either no doesn't help against fire either it won't have anything for coverage there so it'll play depending on its moves roll. yeah it'll <laughs> depending on its move set it's going to be a pseudo grass yeah it could just be a, a middling fairy that you know might might move the needle might not so we'll have to see it'll really depend on if they cheese it and just give it tackle for a fast move or raise relief who knows i mean that's the third tier i don't know what third tier pokemon is you know kept stats torterra stats eternal flower yeah torterra's yeah kind of gotten the shaft there <laughs> Such an amazing looking Pokemon. But what do you know? Razor Leaf. Hmm. Oh, Alligator. Interesting. Cries in the corner. So uh, I want, because uh, did you play X and Y? Or Alpha yes. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? Okay, so they're referencing yes. Eternal Flower as an alternate form with actually different stats for it. Is that the one yes. that the Time Traveler dude has? Yes. Okay, cool. So then we won't see that here unless we see an event where that guy comes up. And that would be um would that be like a zinnia event yes that would be cool i would love to see zinnia show up as i would love to see better storytelling in pokemon go ah <laughs> it's never gonna happen it would be awesome zinnia shows up in pokemon go and then like weird rayquaza time travel raids come back rayquaza, rayquaza. Oh, oh my god stop you're just all of the possibilities and it'll never happen Yeah, because we still haven't seen Mega Mewtwo either. Mega Mewtwo, we haven't seen Delta Rayquaza. We haven't seen... The Primals. The Primals. I mean, do we see the Primals in a Hoenn event next next year? This time next year? I don't know. Jiggly Dad, Professor Willow is not a master to storyteller. He has told us nothing about this season's story. It's all on the <laughs> blog only. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> Steven is a big Sag. I'm petting Going my dog back to finish up the February announcements. Speaking of yes. <laughs> themed events. Sorry, HR is giving me snuggles because I'm oh. so disappointed. The wait, which one? Which one are we talking about? Go Josu Tour lead up. Go Tour Johto lead up event. Yeah. Get, From if you... Friday, February 18th to 2020 to Friday, February 25th. Get ready for Pokemon Go Johto Tour. Pokemon Go Tour Johto. With a Pokeball-focused event. And I mean, I think you did mention that at the yeah. end there. If you don't have enough Pokeballs, that they're, they're going to give you Pokeballs. Which... Pity the fool. Pity the fool. I, I just realized something. What? They could introduce new balls. <gasps> Ooh, don't... Because that was get... the gen that we did get new balls. Don't get my hopes up. That would be cool. The fastball, the catch... The net ball. Yeah. The repeat ball... The ones you had to make from apricorns. Oh, apricorns? Yeah. <laughs> the dog is bleeding. That would be really cool if we could see new Pokeballs, but we... that's also more item space. 
We here at Battle Science love our balls. <laughs> and you can too. In February, no, he's right. That is a love love ball. Is a pokeball. Oh, I was going that as a joke, but yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The heavy ball, the moon ball. There's a lot. Balls. <laughs> balls. balls. <laughs> Cue the ACDC. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luxury. Yep. <laughs> There's all the jo- these jokes that I want to make, and it's a family-friendly mm, podcast. Should we move? Shall we ball on to the next part? Let's, let's roll on to the next article. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon Go, uh, community day for February 22nd, uh, Hopip's Hop Along Hangout. Trainers, we're excited to announce Hopip, the Cottonweed Pokemon, will be featured during February's community day event. And from a brief glance on Twitter, Niantic seemed to be the only ones that were excited to announce that. So, to be fair, when I was younger and I first got gold and silver, Uh I first encountered a Hopip. My first thought was, why is Kirby in Pokemon? Oh my god. Uh, can we just, uh, uh, if we're out and about for Hopip Community Day, can we just, like, anytime someone asks us a question or something, we just go, Poyo! Yes. Uh, should we just, just get Kirby masks? Just, like, cardboard cutout Get Kirby a Kirby masks. plush and put grass leaves on it. Poyo! Because <laughs> if Kirby ate a Hopip, that's what it would get. Yes. <laughs> uh, that works. February Community Day on Saturday, February 12th, 2022, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. The featured Pokemon will be Hopip. It will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. If you play the event for any period of time, you will get a shiny one. I guarantee it. I've not had anyone at me and say that they didn't get a shiny Bulbasaur. So if you didn't get a shiny Bulbasaur during Community Day... I need to see receipts of your before and after catches of Bulbasaur. So, yeah, do that. I will. Did I will. Did you read uh, Jiggly Dad's comment? I am looking at Jiggly Dad's. Uh, yes. So, like, the initial response on Twitter was like really negative, of like, "Oh, hop it, well, that sucks." Uh, it, it's. I mean, it's shiny is cool. It's got cool shinies, but the overall was pretty negative. <laughs> I mean, I made the joke of uh, making a meme out of, you've seen the used car salesman meme, right? Yeah. Slaps Ruth. Niantic, it's the Niantic is one of the guys, the car salesmen, uh-huh. and it's Hopip. And it's like, can I interest you in this Pokemon? The person's like, oh, I don't know. Slaps three times Stardust on it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes, Jaylee Dad does bring up a really good point that a number of other people were bringing up as well. Hopip being the only other grass flying compared to Tropius, I think. Yes. Oh, and by it's the way, currently. next year with Tropius as part of Gen 3, with next year with the Hoenn event, we're going to have Tropius in the wild. So it's, uh, it's 365 days plus from now, but uh, Tropius will be around everywhere in raids potentially. We'll have to see. It'll be a Heracross. It'll be in raids. Mm. Yes, this will be interesting. So exclusive attack. Evolve Skiploom, Hopip's evolution. 
during the event or up to two hours afterwards to get a jump luff that knows the charge attack acrobatics. Jump luff. Acrobatics potentially has a big play. Yeah. But we still need to wait and see what the energy cost is. Yes. Trainer battles is 110 damage, which do you know where that puts it at? About Megahorn. So, like, a lot. That's a lot. Wow. It does have Bullet Seed. Jump Love does have Bullet Seed, which means its energy gain is pretty solid. Or, sorry, did I say Megahorn? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jump Love, Acrobatics, Trainer Battles, 110 damage. So, a nice, nice chunk. The... Let's see. Jesse, as you were saying, event bonuses three times catch Stardust. So if you aren't very interested in Hopip, you can farm for dust. Go ham. Lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Get up to three free raid passes from gyms during the event and up to two hours after the event. Bonus Hopip XL candy from Skip Loom caught in parks. Which is an interesting, interesting perk here. People were questioning what is considered a park. That's the one thing I wanted to talk about is... I would like for them to discern what a park is because if we go to a city park versus a national park or a state park. Mm -hmm. People were talking about in open street maps, it just has to be tagged as a park, which that would means make there's sense. some like trails that are classified as parks. So, but there's no, no difference within the visuals of, yeah, that's kind of what my thought was too, Jiggly Dad. Is on the map if you look, it's the darker green. Well, people were areas. saying that that doesn't match some of the spawn differences. The spawn differences that they've seen, though. So that's true. But it's very vague. Yeah, <laughs> it's very vague. And if it's classified as, if it's using the tag parks from Open Street Maps, then visually within Pokemon Go, there is no way to discern that. Another thing to add on to this also is uh, Skip Loom is bonus Stardust. Yes. So you can stack up pretty quickly between that and catching it guaranteed XL for evolution. Yeah, chance for Skip Loom to appear in parks alongside Hopip. So anywhere there's Skip Loom basically means you have It's a park. Considered a park. Yeah. <laughs> so for us, I was thinking about going to Marymore. That's a big park. I don't know what day of the week this is. Is it a Saturday? Or we could go join up the Kirkland crew. I've been wanting to go up to their area for a bit. It's a Saturday. I, I work weekends. We're yeah. back up to full hours again, so I'm stuck. Yeah. Um. I mean, there is a park. Lucky two for blocks... you, there's a park right up the road. Yeah, there's a park two blocks down from work. So if I'm able to take a couple hours and go walk around then great but this is i mean it's still a couple of weeks out so we'll see um yes will this make it relevant maybe i mean jump luff has been relevant before it's not super relevant will this sort of move the needle i think it will i think this will adjust so It'll make it have a different role than Tropius, but still play the same role. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think Jumpluff has a decent fast move that's flying. 
but it does have it has the better fast grass move over uh tropius yes because bullet is really great for generating energy and then this makes it the problem for jump left will now be that it doesn't really have a good bait move mm -hmm. yeah i want to say it has aerial ace along with tropius the the, the benefit is it has bullet seed to get to it but that's not so currently flying. it's two moves are bullet seed infestation for mm -hmm. fast moves mm -hmm. yeah, infestation. infestation being a bug interesting charge moves are aerial ace energy ball dazzling gleam return if you have a shadow purified mm. and solar beam interesting so yes i kind of agree with jiggly dad at this point uh shadow is much more preferred but with the rework or re-roll of the rockets, we no longer have it available. Yes, that is true. Unless they re-roll again. Yep. We'll have to wait and see. <clears throat> or this comes back in one way or another later on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That is that. That is that. I don't know. I, it, this one's... Another one that I probably won't be able to participate in. I think it won't be until March that I'll have maybe my weekends more open. So we'll see. Would you say this community is up in the air? Ah, oh, you got me. You got <laughs> me good. You got me good. Let's. Is it see. time to switch gears? I believe so. I've got to push buttons. Uh, that's great that's great welcome to the meta it's time for the first time in a while we're going to talk about a sylph meta it's the guardian cup i'm gonna be honest first thing i saw about the guardian cup was the badge and the badge is mm, i don't like it I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like the Guardian Cup badge. It's weird looking. I don't. What is it supposed? Is it supposed to be something? Am I missing something, or is it just shapes? It's. I could make the joke and start playing dramatic piano music. Huh? Dramatic piano. The Guardians music. from Zelda. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. What was the other thing I was? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. It's weird. Um, speaking of weird, though, <laughs> you ready for this meta? If you haven't yeah. already heard, the Guardian Cup for February of 2022 allowed Pokemon with the moves of the following type. Electric, Fighting, Fire, Flying, and Psychic. <laughs> if you thought that was weird, third weird time, it's time for the ban list. HR, I'm going to need you to calm down a little bit. Just, just a skosh. Just a skosh. Just hang on, okay? All right, what's banned are Megas, Legendaries, Mythicals, Shadows, Fairy Types, Lickitung, Metacham, Scrafty, Altaria, Pachirisu, Wobbuffet, Stunfisk, Umbreon. My boy Wobbuffet's never going to get in. Yeah, Wobbuffet. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> sad. Uh, Volibee and Mandibuzz. But wait, there's more. There's Cofagrigus, um, Obstagoon, Hypno, Chansey, Bastiodon, um, Diggersby, Diggersby, 
Tropius, and Lantern. Uh, three, six, seven, ten, thirteen, sixteen, uh, eighteen. Fairies. Are all just of straight up. Banned. All of fairies are banned, and eighteen individual bans. Along with, of course, legendaries, mythics, and they'll never make it into a. They'll never make it into a self cup at this point. The megas. <laughs> megas. Oh, someday, someday, megas, some days. It, it, uh, it's a weird one it's a real weird one it's so uh, before yeah. you let this overwhelm you with the information that Stephen has provided yes too late <laughs> the cup can sound very confusing but think of it this way choose things that you're comfortable with i know we kind of come back to this every time mm-hmm. but We'll get into it here in a minute. I think Steven's going to scroll quickly through the whitelist here. Um, when we get to the part with PV Poke and the nice little build your meta kind of team format, mm-hmm. we'll get a little bit more into discussion about this. But I think the one thing to take away from this is there's because all of these bands are in place, there is a lot more options to choose from when building your team than just these four or five consistent picks. Yeah, there's some a lot of stuff here because of it's it's based on moves. Now, realistically, it's based on it's based on moves, and I don't know if any of these specifically reference a legacy move that a Pokemon can't learn without an uh, elite TM anymore. Let's I see. think outside of Community Day, there isn't many. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any of these don't. The only one I'm thinking of is like Blazekin with Stone Edge. Stone Edge, but Rock's not allowed as a move type. So Gen 1, your standouts here. I'm gonna just sort of rattle off a couple of standouts here. Uh Charizard, Beedrill, uh Pidgeot, Raichu, Ninetales, uh, Golbats here. Venomoth might be interesting. There's going to be a lot of fire, so I don't know how much bug's going to be super relevant. Your Primeape and Poliwrath. Yep. A lot of fighters are here, so Machamp. Uh, Anything else that turns the needle here? Gengar might be interesting, but it's totally glassy. Um, Haunter's not here, so you're going to have to run more glass. Uh, Muck is one of the few legitimate poison types. Muck is available with a reasonable type so or reasonable move set, so that's not bad. Uh, Spice here with Sea King. Don't know if it's really going to be relevant, but it's an odd one. And Dragonite and... I'm blanking on it. Oh, my goodness. Snorlax. Snorlax, yes. Brain fart. In Gen 2, let's see. Noctowl might be a relevant one. Crobat, I don't think within Great League, is preferred over Golbat still, so maybe you don't do that. So, depending on when a tournament starts, mm-hmm. Jumpluff could jump in relevance. Jumpluff is here. Pseudowoodo is here. Gligar is here, and I believe Gliscor would be as well. Gligar and Gliscor are both relevant. Gliscor from Gen 4. 
Blissey is here, but I just there's not the attack power. Steelix, Heracross, and Macargo are also very relevant. Mm-hmm. Skarmory's here, but I don't know. Again, there's fire type here. I don't know what Skarmory's going to really do. Mantine. Mantine. Ooh, baby, Mantine. Donphan also, with its move rework, could become potentially good. We'll see. Um, oof. Swampert's not here. You've got the diversity from Sceptile. Blaziken's here as a nice burst. Uh, burst fire. Hmm. In Gen 3. Shiftry's an alternative to running other things later down the line. Mm-hmm. Pelipper is also a very solid pick with the Weather Ball spam still available. Ops, uh, Vigoroth. Here. Yeah, because it's got counter. It's got a fight, uh, fighting type move. Um, if you really wanted to be just dumb, uh, Metatite's here. Metacham is banned, but Metatite is here, I guess. Again, <laughs> if you want to be dumb. I don't think Swalot's gotten better, but I do remember one of the larger tournaments back in Season 1 going up against Swalot and really not expecting it, so... It could be something that throws people off guard. It might be an interesting pick. The cast forms are available. The cast forms are available. (laughs) Well, no. Normal cast form. Normal cast form, rainy cast form, and sunny cast form are available. The bag online and Metang and Metagross. Metagross are available. Gen in Gen 4, four, you have a few things, but not a crazy amount. Nothing that really overperforms. I think. I think the one that really stands out to me, just looking at the list first off, is going to be Lux, Luxray. Okay. Your... Not Mothin. It's the... Wormadam line? Wormadams. Wormadams yep. are here. All three Wormadams are here. The Vespaquin. Vespaquin is here. Skunk Tank's here. Not Beldum. Bronzong's going to be a good anti fighter option. Bronzong's going to be here. If you wanted to go super spice, the Hundo XL Bonsley, I want to say, has a really weird move pool. Garchomp and Lucario. <laughs> we have a couple people that like the Bonsley. Yeah, Garchomp and Lucario might be interesting. I, there's. The ice is kind of here, but I don't think it's super widespread. So, Garchomp. No, ice is a very ice is a very limited option this cup. Garchomp might be an interesting pick here, just because it absolutely fears ice, but it's not super relevant here. Maybe I mean things like a Powdon can have Ice Fang, which are not gonna do it, not gonna help. But Toxicroak, and then the third tier. Uh, Glyscor is here. Probopass might play interesting with a little bit of bulk. So this is, it's almost like a very slimmed down open cup. So you mean like a premiere <laughs> or classic? Kind of. Yeah. Cause they banned all of the top performers so that it, most of the top performers. So it really evens out. <laughs> Gen five. I think Gen five, we see some more power players. Do we? Do you see here that? 
What do you see here that I'm not seeing? Because I Galvantula, Escavalier, mm. Emolga, uh, Golurk actually slaps. Interesting. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on that soapbox again. I think it's more powerful than people think. Willing to die on that hill? Yes. You got Ferrothorn. Uh, if you're one of the crazy people that somehow can get a Haxorus for Great League, huh. it's actually really, really good. Uh, I believe Emolga will be a good anti-water flyer and anti-water pick for this cup. And there's a lot of water flyers running around. Not to mention it also beats the crap out of Machamp as long as you shield the rock slide. Mm. The Talonflame line is here. Uh, another spice pick that I was looking at potentially this cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Electros. Interesting. The one that evolves from Tynamo. Right. Tier two or tier three? It's the tier three. Okay. It's an odd. Or sorry, Elective Electivire. No, not Electivire. It's Electros. What are you telling? Yeah. Tynamo. Oh, right, because it's spelled with a K. Uh, I was trying to look it up. Ah. Uh. I haven't either, Jiggly. I have not made an Electros. I still have... I have Tynamo that are ready for Tier 2 and Tier 3. That's one of those ones that at some point is going to get a middling community day because it's a 3 tier right. and it's shiny isn't out, so... Are you ready for the spicy move pool? Sure. Bark. Okay. With a fast move. Uh. Dragon Claw, Crunch, or Thunderbolt? <laughs> You're going Dragon Claw, Crunch. That's wild right what what is that what is that it is not bulky though so take it is very glassy oh what is that with spark does that remind me electric fast moves are all over the place is spark a fast energy gain it's not great okay i mean Uh, both switch is still better yeah wow i mean but it's Crunch and Dragon Claw. Dragon Claw, you can get to. Dragon and it Claw's will requirement hurt a lot of the dragons lot. that are very resistant in this cup. That's ridiculous. What in the world? Jeez. Okay. Okay. Give I me mean, a second. I'll give you your energy. Okay. Spark is eight energy. Eight energy per turn. Yeah. Okay. That's nothing to sneeze at and that's again a prime community day at some point we're certainly not getting it in february and i can't imagine we would get it in march but I'm not saying it's a good pick i just think it's a funny spice pick it's a funny spice pick but that it's a third tier which means it might get a better electric fast move to really ramp up that those two charge moves because those two charge moves are nothing to, to it's nothing to, yeah <laughs> That's a yeah, it's a sleeper pick if anything. It's a wild combat. That's a spice pick if I've ever seen one. That's Caliente, baby. Uh, uh speaking of Caliente, uh Chandelure and Litwick are also available. Muy picante. Uh yeah, yeah, I guess. There's <laughs> there's better fire types and there's not a whole lot of ghost, but still don't go with those. I would not recommend going with those. Uh, Moving on down to Gen 6, though. Uh, so Talonflame, Talonflame, uh, Inkay and its evolution, Malamar, and then Binnacle and Barbacle. Probably the only... No, I take that back. Uh, Gorgeist is here, 
an Avalogger here. Avalog actually so one of the only interesting enough. Avalog is the only ice type outside of a low on Vulpix. If you want to look at that picture, ooh. Um, <laughs> the Gorgeist have interesting matchups depending on what size you have. Oh, interesting. Some straight out beat things, uh-huh. while other ones are close wins. Interesting. I mean, that makes sense because their stats adjust yeah. ever so slightly. But that's... but Avalog is. Definitely something to consider, uh-huh. but be aware of all the firefighting and steel on this cup. There's a lot of it. Yeah, you Avalog will destroy things like Gliscor, Gligor, Dragonite, uh, Garchomp. Mm-hmm. You're running at Ice Fang, Body Slam, and you can either be Crunch or Avalanche. Gen 7, your actually some of your staples here. You've got your Galarian Geodude line. Or no, Alolan, the Alolan Ge- Geodude line, the Alolan Marowak and Alolan Raichu all perform. Yep. I don't know how well they're going to perform overall, but they've In all open been staples. League, they have all been very relevant. Yeah, they've all been staples. And then Alolan Vulpix is the only one. Alolan Ninetales is banned as a fairy. I don't know what the moveset is for Alolan Vulpix, but I don't I think it caps up. out. Um Vulpix, we're going to go here. It's not even showing up. Zen Headbutt Ice Beam is what I have here. If I power it up to max, where does it put it? 875, but this isn't a... You're looking at sub-1000. You're looking at a sub-1000 CP for Alola, or yeah, for Alolan Vulpix. I don't think uh, it's Jiggly Dad, across the board overall, the large is the best one for this cup. The large Gorgeist. I still got to make yep. mine. I got to get make mine. Wait, did I already name it? Please tell me I named it already. So, in mm. and to round out the last generation, Gen Eight, the only ones that really stand out to me are Galarian Slowking, uh, Surfetched, Phalanx, and Perserker. Oh, uh, no, I haven't evolved uh, them yet. Berserker, one of the interesting steel types that has a ghost move for a fast move. Surfetched being the Swiss army knife of a fighting type. Um, and Phalanx being a very strong closer option if we're fighting if you run it. Oh, also another option for fighter that I've been seeing pop up a lot of my recommended teams that mm-hmm. we didn't mention was uh, Chestnut. Mm, yeah, that's available as a, what is it? Grass Fighter. Grass Fighter, fast move of what? Bullet Seed, I think? Vine Whip. Vine Whip, okay, Vine Whip, and then Close Combat. And Energy Ball. Mm, which is interesting. Another one where Frenzy Plant's not going to really, it's it's going to help nuke, but Energy Ball you get too quicker, so it's plus minus kind of interesting an interesting balance so yeah it's kind of like the superior where you could use what it already has and it'll still be good did i say close super combat? power super power okay i might have said close combat let's do i'm gonna do the graphic here from okay barbatos rv uh from the Sylph League Arena. Uh, 
infographic here of the meta, sort of a meta breakdown. Um, I think this is probably going to be a very fighters are going to be where you win and lose. I kind of disagree. Okay. Your your very center of this infographic has fighters, Machamp, Toxicroak, and Hitmontop. You have It Fringe beats the normals, something like Snorlax or Zangoose. The Zangoose is going to be an interesting pick with Shadow Claw and, oh goodness, what sorts of charge moves? It's got close combat. Maybe I should make sure. <laughs> I'm looking at the Zangoose I have. Dig, close combat, Night Slash mm. are the three so that I see on So normal that's an anti-ghost. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, the couple of ghosts you have here are Gorgeist and uh, Gorgeist and Gengar. Gengar. Yeah, You're... there's also things like Alolan Marowak. Yes, Alolan Marowak, where it plays a dual fighter ghost, depending on how you're building it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your Rock and Steels with Steelix. Alolan Golem, and, or no. That's Graveler. Alolan Graveler, yeah, excuse me. And Probopass. Ah, oh man, I can't describe this very well. It's, it's kind of all over the place. So the first thing I will say, like we do for many of these cups, pick a fighter. Mm-hmm. Either that being the three in the center or the three on the side. Mm-hmm. Counter swaps where you have... The non-fighters with counter. Pseudo-fighters. Um, Pseudo-Wudo, Vigoroth, and Haxorus, because Haxorus can learn counter. Do you know what Haxorus's move pool is? I believe you've told me before, and it's absolutely wild, but I don't remember it <laughs> off the top of my head. Do you want to remind me? Yes. Counter, Night Slash, Surf. Ha! <laughs> I need the like dramatic m- music behind me. Like at hacks, hacks approaches the ho, 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 so its ho, fast ho. moves are counter and dragon tail. Uh, uh. Its charge, its charge moves are dragon claw, night slash, surf, or earthquake. Thank god it's not more available. Although, good heavens, why isn't it more available? Right. That's absolutely wild. That will destroy all of your rock steels fires. Not only is it resisting the fires, it's deleting them with surf. One of the one of the better water type charge moves. Quicker to get to. I wish I had a hacksaw for this. God, and then it's getting stab on dragon claw. Yep. And if it's using dragon tail, then have fun. If it's running yeah. counter, it's you're still. God, you're beating stuff. Gain. Yeah, it's gross. Count, counter with night slash just keeps getting stronger. Tenderizing meat. <laughs> Tenderizing meat. So, sticking with that staple, pick your fighter first, and then build around that. What is fighting weak to? What is your fighter doing? If your answer is it is weak to other fighting, then support it with a flyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the answer is it is weak to ghost and psychic, support it with something that's dark and or normal. Because the normal will resist the ghost. Yep. You've got some great options here. And some options that generally wouldn't be even looked at in other metas. So 
It's like, like Alola Mola. Alola Mola and Luxray are two things that you will probably not see a whole lot of in other metas. So, so that's one of the things I wanted to... That's a big point that I want to make out for this cup. There is a lot of things that have recently been either common spawns, community days, or just widely available that you should have access to. And if you don't have access to it, I'm sure there's someone in your community that is a hoarder and does have access to these things. Does that mean you're going to get the best options? No. But you'll have more Luxray, options. Machamp, uh Noctowl, and what's another one that I saw that was pretty common lately? Um Electabuzz. Electivire is here. Electivire is also a very solid option because it does have coverage and ice punch. Um the other thing I want to point out about this cup is there's a lot of heavy hitting Pokemon in this cup. Like, with Luxray in particular, with the ability to have Psychic Fangs, Wild Charge, or Crunch, you really need to pay attention to your how much fast moves they're using before they throw a charge move. Because not predicting the Wild Charge can make the game. Especially if they're running something like Luxray in the lead. Because what do you do? You throw Wild Charge and then swap out. If it's unshielded, that could be very detrimental to the outcome of a match. And that goes along the same lines of something like Hitmontop with Stone Edge, something with Talonflame and Brave Bird, something with Dragonite and Hurricane. You really need to pay attention to your charge moves and how much energy that your opponent is gaining. And that's what, unfortunately, some of these matches come down to, is a coin toss. You really have to just assume in the situation if someone swaps in a luxio there's a good chance they're not going to readily throw a wild charge first especially if you have shields because that would only put them in a disadvantage but i've actually flipped some matches where i don't need the luxio or the luxray for anything else in this match other than killing this thing that's in front of me and i throw the move first on a swap and it does get me the win but that's not the ideal situation, and you shouldn't think like that every time. So I think when you're building for this cup, you really need to think about synergy. A lot of people reference in GBL A, B, B format teams. Um, for reference, that's things that have high priority coverage against what their main role is, being able to beat their counters and have pressure or be able to just straight up nuke something and one-shot it. When you build your team, you need to make sure that you have, don't run, like one team I made a couple seasons ago that was just for the memes was a straight weather ball team. Yeah. I had no end game closing pressure because all of my stuff was just fast charge moves. You need to build with some consistency, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I won't even know where to begin on this one. I'm going to have to let this stew. Yeah. I honestly think Machamp and Luxio are very, or Lux, Luxray. I'm going to keep saying Luxio. Machamp and Luxray are two really good starting points. Because Machamp has incredibly good pressure, incredibly good stats and coverage. It does, it hits things hard and fast. And then Luxray is a good power hitter with good lead potential for pressure. Uh, Luxray counters the 
uh, flying types that Machamp would be weak to, but also has the ability to fight back against the uh, other fighters with Psychic Fangs if you have it for the Community Day move. Mm -hmm. um, if you decide to, if you don't want to run it with Psychic Fangs and you want to run it with Crunch instead, that's still another great move option for coverage. Mm -hmm. um, Nine Tails, Kanto Nine Tails is another one in this cup that performs very, very well with uh, the ability to have Psy Shock to beat back against the fighters as well. Mm. Um, there are a lot of flying options in this cup. A lot. Mm. Not between just the water flyers, but you have the dragons, you have the steels, you have the normals. There's just... Do you want to jump over to uh, PV Poke and we can look at the list? Yes. Machette, Mantine, Steelix, Ninetales, Kanto, Alola Mola, Rainy Castform, Gorgeist, Large, Gorgeist Super. Wow, they're classified as different Pokemon. I mean, technically they have different stats, so sh yes. Um, Gorgeist Large, Gorgeist Super, Dragonite, Gorgeist Average, Vigoroth, Skarmory, Gorgeist Small, Electivire, and Alola Marowak. Top 15. So on those top 15, no surprise much... One thing to point out about this list, I don't I don't think we don't pressure it enough, but these are overall performance. This isn't individual matchups. This is this Pokemon performs this well against everything in the one shield scenario. No, so when you say these this isn't individual, this is a the one v one of this Pokemon versus everything within the meta one shield scenario. This yes. is not based on team. There, no team comp, or pressure, or overall performance is like, uh, or let me take that back. Team comp and performance within a team of three isn't really run here statistically. Correct. This is just them versus the meta. Yes. I honestly think Mantine is a very strong pick, but with how readily available Luxray and Electivire and Galvantula are, especially for people that have built things like Galvantula for Sylph or GBL, Mantine's biggest fear of this cup was electric. So if you're going to run a Mantine, you need to support it with something with either ground or grass. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said before, other mentionable picks, Ninetales is probably the best fire type if you need a fire type. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The I mean... thing with fire types is fire and fighting kind of play the same role as an anti-steel for this meta. The grass types aren't around outside of Gorgeist, and you can kind of fill that in with a flyer to be an anti-grass. So fire and flying and fire and fighting all kind of share the same role, so to speak. But you could see people that run things like Ferrothorn, where that fire type is then very much needed. It's it's a very big cup with a very broad pool of things to run. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you can stick to, okay... I want to make, let's say, Machamp my focus point because it performs so well. What are the two things, two to three things that I can run with it every time to support it? 
and then as we opened it up this the talk about the meta is run something you're comfortable with because there's it's super open and running spice is i mean available but i wouldn't recommend it just because there's a lot of the core meta that you've probably played a lot with that is out due to bans yeah cast form is another really good one that i keep seeing recommended when i'm building my teams it's like you want to try cast form why because it's got thunder that's why you should run it i don't want to (laughs) your team is very weak to these things would you like cast form no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's some i i won't know where to begin here really so I also think Luxray is a good starting point if you want to focus around that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go weird and try and build a full shiny team because I have the good Luxray. I could try a shiny Machamp. I don't know. Jump over to Team Builder real quick and I'll show you some of the stuff I've been thinking of. Silph Guardian? Okay. Are you sending me All right, so throw in Macargo. Macargo recently getting that rework with, uh, excuse me, the I want to say it's Rock Slide. Uh, incinerate. Rock Tomb. Rock it's Rock Tomb. Tomb. Yeah. Incinerate and Rock Tomb. Now add Dragonite. And then hit Simulate and look at that combination. Coverage D, Bulk D, Safety C, Consistency C, Macargo Dragonite. Back and forth coverage. You don't have a water, but waters are around for nine tails. Gorgai super narrowly wins against both. Alolan Marowak. Yeah, you'll want a water for sure, but the two of them do seem to perform well enough skarmory you are looking at a hard loss against macargo and dragonite is a close win so you'll have to be careful no i take that back the reverse of everything i said yeah it's the other way around i hate this display gosh (laughs) i don't i can't be the only one that gets really confused when i'm looking at the meta scorecard (laughs) <laughs> on PV poke, I cannot be the only one. Should he make it green and red to help you more? Uh, it just needs to be labeled a little bit better as far as like which Pokemon is actually winning. Would it be better if it was a pl- like an up arrow or a down arrow? An up arrow or a side arrow? Yeah, pointing to whichever one wins. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Maybe we should throw that suggestion. Yeah, because my dumb my dumb brain can't handle this gets confused so, every time Macargo's biggest weaknesses are going to obviously be the fighting the ground and the water mm-hmm. which dragonite beats all of mm-hmm. dragonite's biggest weaknesses are going to be ice and steel which Macargo covers mm-hmm. yeah i mean for a, a pair of pokemon like this is a solid pair of course you want a team of three and then you have yeah. another three to build around it but that's actually not a bad this is not a bad place to start those these are the ones I've been cycling through that I keep coming back to just because I like how they perform. Mm-hmm. 
everything for Dragonite is a close win. So I feel like it's my safe swap. Because mm. it's unless I see they have something with ice on their team, it's probably my safest swap. But that's when I see if they have something with ice, I put something on my team that would counter that. So if we scroll down here, I can guarantee it's going to say cast form somewhere in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually recommending chestnut. Chestnut. Where's cast form? Not on this list oh. of potential alternatives. That's impressive. So at the moment, my biggest fears are Empoleon, which does beat both of them very hard. Mm -hmm. Graveler, which does beat both of them pretty well. Um, Luxray is ever-living problem in this cup. It's great matches against everything. Probopass and Primate. Primate because it has the Ice Punch. Um, Machamp would be a recommended one. I think the biggest reason why Machamp is such a close loss against Luxray mm -hmm. is because of the pressure from Wild Charge. Mm. Wild now, Charge. something I talked about with Jamar earlier. If you want to click that battle sim, you can see it for yourself. Uh, it's Machamp and Luxray. Yeah, it's Wild Charge is what. Sort 111 of damage. Here. Yeah. Is Psychic Fangs guaranteed debuff? Yes, okay. it is a guaranteed debuff. Good. I wanted to, to verify that. And then Wild Charge is a guaranteed self debuff. Mm -hmm. But it has such a high damage output that it's it is the key. So Yeah. Uh other good options I could add to that combo to make it fairly work well is Gorgeist. Um Gorgeist would narrowly beat the Empoleon, the Graveler. It would beat out the Luxray. It's basically the sponge for Luxray. Don Fan. <laughs> Don Fan still loses to Empoleon. Uh, Chestnut might be something I'm looking at, but I'm really concerned with all the flying that's in this cup. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of flying availability here. I could put Haxorus on there. That would be great. Uh, if you had one. <laughs> this is where fun. I would put my Great League Haxorus. If I had if one. If I had one. <laughs> Mantine, Dragonite, Skarmory, Gliscor, Gliger, Pelipper, Talonflame, Noctowl, Pidgeot, Honchkrow, Golbat, Charizard, Jumpluff, Amolga, Crobat, Mantike, Rufflet. Like, a lot of these flyers, like, I mean, Vespiquen's really far down. But these flyers each have their own diversity within move pool and Roll. standalone type. Yeah, they're standalone types. So there the is one a thing lot I of... like about Mantine as a pick, you can run it either as a water or you can run it as a flyer. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Pelipper, you're locked into just what it has. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Playing an ad? Yep. <laughs> you too? I generally don't recommend ad blockers, but for the sake of podcasts, I should really install one. Soundflame's another one that's really strong, mm -hmm. but if you get caught up on certain matchups, you'll get squished. Yeah. Yeah. The one problem some... with Talonflame is, is as a flying type, it's a you have to get to that self debuffing move. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do not work in the ad industry, thankfully. Neither do I. I I, I work in the OnlyFans business. <laughs> he works on fan assemblies. <laughs> it's funny. The generally like when it comes to Cerebi and things like Calci IV, like it's unfortunate that there's ads there, but it's how it's a consistent way of revenue for them because the they don't make a whole lot of money elsewhere. Right. As well as things like YouTube. The YouTube I have premium, so I'm able to skip I don't have ads and I give more money per view to the videos that I watch and the creators that I watch than if I were to have ads. But when it comes to like podcasts and I'm just trying to get information going, I don't want ads all over the screen because they're <laughs> they sh- the ads should be served to me, not the podcast viewers, because we don't necessarily verify on website ads. So, uh, anything? Are we missing something? I feel like we're gonna be someone after the fact is gonna be like, why didn't they talk about this? <laughs> this meta it's i don't it's it's bonkers we'll, we'll i have mean to outside see. of love cup coming back uh we will have a johto themed cup for gbl yay we're currently on ultra league we i know none of these you have played none of these i still have not touched gbl this season a month and a half in. shame yeah shame yeah sorry <laughs> work's been we're back up to no, full I, I, hours yeah. with two people that aren't fully trained up, so I'm basically working <sighs> working a lot, shouldering a lot of the responsibility, and on top of that, there I I'm not gonna I can't go into it here. I shouldn't be going into it here on the podcast. No, you uh, I'll talk yeah, I'll talk to you about it. <coughs> I'll talk to you about it later. <coughs> Other than Blend. that, as far as uh PvP goes, we do have uh What was it? Factions are starting again. Mm. Small hiatus. Next new I think. cycle. Yeah, small hiatus, and then their factions are back. So, uh, the season end reward for GBL this time is Lysander, his items, clothing, and his little strut. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that on the announcement of everything. It's an interesting sort of skip over to Lysander when like Johto is the sort of showcase here. So I don't know. It's an odd, odd pick. Do you want to move on? Or is there anything else about, okay. Guardian cup other than man, that icon is whack. (laughs) I wanted to, ah, that's right. Let me hit, split button and we'll talk sort of a community question talking about a piece of news that generally wouldn't be on battle the podcast per se just because it's not pvp it sort of is become a part of pokemon go tour johto with the go gym trainer contest this is a pokemon go live article from the pokemon go blog trainers it's time to take another step in your trainer journey a step into the world of pokemon go to further celebrate the johto region and pokemon gold and silver trainers around the world will have a chance to be featured in featured in game as a part of pokemon go tour johto event 
So similar to the GoTour Canto, where we had trainers with different teams show up as uh, PvP, in-game PvP encounters, they are doing basically the same thing here with the GoTour Johto. But in this case, it is gym trainer characters, so themed after the eight gym types of Johto. Characters will be appearing in the in-game map. The types are normal fighting, flying, bug, ghost, ice, dragon, or steel. You can submit your player trainer, your, your trainer profile, uh, your nickname, and shows off the avatar, which type of team you're submitting, and a list of the three Pokemon that would make up your team. These Pokemon must have been originally discovered in Kanto or Johto. Ditto, legendary Pokemon, and mythical Pokemon are not allowed. Uh, the way you submit this is via Twitter, which is unfortunate for people that do not have Twitter. Um, and the hashtag Pokemon Go Tour Contest must be in the tweet. We'll judge entries based on the following criteria, avatar item choices, general theme, connection to the Pokemon type of choice. Winners will receive a special reward unlike any other, the chance to be featured in Pokemon Go, in the Pokemon Go world, and be seen by fellow trainers from across the globe. We look forward to your entries. Let's go. No purchase of a Pokemon Go Tour Johto ticket is necessary to enter. This contest is open to all, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, uh, Jiggly Dad, unfortunate, because Twitter, uh, we've... Did we talk about it last podcast or did we talk about it in the beast ad where the voting for community day should be implemented into the game? I feel like it was last. I think that was the beast ad. Was that the beast ad or was that the battle science podcast? I don't remember. No, I think it was the beast ad because we talked about alternative methods for voting. Alternative methods for voting should active, should be active similar to the first Pokemon you catch in Pokemon go Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur where all three spawn, you can only catch one, and then the statistics of how many were caught of X Pokemon should be used as the voting for that. As well as this kind of thing, there needs to be either something on PokemonGoLive.com or something in-game versus requiring someone to be on Twitter. That's my yeah, preference. having... It, it's it's ad revenue more or less Let, let's be real mm, i mean they're just trying to get people to visit their social media it's it's not okay ad revenue is not the right it's uh engagement engagement it's social media yeah, social media engagement so like yes you're not wrong but also like realistically this should just be in the game Th there's no way for you to upload information in the game it should either be a link to PokemonGoLive.com or another site to submit information versus this. Social media. Versus Twitter. <laughs> so, because Twitter can be a cesspool and you shouldn't require people that are within your community to be on Twitter. Especially a Pokemon game, which applies to all ages. Uh, Twitter is not something that I would recommend kids be on. So, one of the things I posted in a local group was... I know that this feature wasn't received the best last year as they became a bit of a hassle when trying to play the event for Kanto uh, Tour. Mm -hmm. um, but it does state that this is gym leader slash trainer. Mm -hmm. 
there's a chance we might see them just on gyms, which would mean they wouldn't be distracting from the stops. That would be cool. Yeah, so these are... I think that would be incredibly apt for what it is mm-hmm. to put them on gyms, and it would mean that that if they are able to do that, that also opens the door for potential other NPCs and for gyms to be more of a resource other than just coins. Uh, Sir Maximus, you'll have to wait another 365 plus days. Actually, hold on. Let's see. Theoretically, if this is on the 26th, we have a month. So 300 and 396 days. 396 days you know until what? Go Sir Tour. Sir Maximus, I'm in the mood for a riot. Uh, Go Tour Hoenn will be in 396 days. So you're just going to have to wait a year and a month. Um. Yeah, so these are themed after sort of like the trainers that lead up to a gym leader in a in a gym within the main series games. I don't remember if Kanto did something similar or if they were just basically like pick a type. They were just and thematic trainers. Yeah. So I I like this a little bit more thematically. Um it is kind of unfortunate because I would have gone with fire and gone with Vulpix, my favorite Pokemon, but instead I'm probably gonna submit something with flying because Crobat my second favorite Pokemon, I think. Um, 396 days of BS. That's right. Battle science, baby. <laughs> We're counting down 396 days until Go Tour Hoenn. Arguably going to be one of the most fire events because we might have the Delta. Do I get the trumpet? Do Omega. I pull out the trumpet? Oh, my God. Yes. The Delta and Omega forms of Kyogre and Groudon. And then or uh, Delta... Rayquaza and then uh, Primal. Primal. That's right. They don't call them Alpha and Omega. Um, I mean, that's the games they're from. Yeah. Um, God, I'm excited for this trainer thing. I spent actual money on new clothes and then realized one of the types they chose wasn't part of the event. Oof, Uh, Sir Maximus. (laughs) I don't. I don't know what sway you think we have (laughs) with Niantic. Let's go down to their Bellevue office. Hey. uh, these guys online here, they want us to tell you to change this thing. I'm going to slip you a crisp 20 if you can put Kecleon in the game. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bribe a you crisp with 20, a, a crisp 20, a box of uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, and a bag <laughs> and a, of dicks. And a nice high five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I wanted to use this sort of the gym trainer contest thing as a sort of stepping stone for, I wanted to see some people's submissions for this. And then I wanted to see most of the like social media, like, Oh, you've been assigned a a type, go build a gym leader team or whatever. Our teams of six, narrow it down to a team of three, like you would in, in Pokemon go. And then I wanted to see sort of beyond if you were to build a team as a type of I, I guess this is more themed on people that have played the main series games. But there are a number of different types of trainers within the game. So you have like bug catchers, ace trainers, cool trainers, beauties, uh, swimmers, hikers, um, goodness, fishermen, like a bunch of different types of trainers. 
So I wanted to see people build teams of three based on like those kinds of characters if they they wanted to build something like that. So um, I'll probably put this as one of the first community days in the Discord in a while. So if you wanted to submit, you mean community question? Community, yeah. This community question. What did I say? They say community, <laughs> community day? day. Lol. I can't. I had one of those. Some off topic. I, if it seems like I have a little bit more energy, I had one of like the Zoa energy drinks, the the rocks, like energy drink brand that released within the last couple months. Um, oh, <laughs> it's like, but it's no, it's like no sugar. They say it's like no sugar and it has like all of these good things and like a lot of brands can advertise that, but does that actually mean anything? Um, wasn't not sugar, it's sugar alternative. Uh, who knows, dude? Um, <laughs> or it's here's no sugar with a reasonable taste and because it didn't taste like incredibly sweet, um, but it wasn't like terrible tasting. But it was also like it might just have just maximum caffeine in it. So <laughs> yeah, you need just a I start talking about like it's the the rocks new energy. Just flat lines, and you don't hear Steven's it. Stevens over here ad reading for other I, products. Not sponsored, not sponsored. But if it seems like I'm a little bit, little bit hyper, a little bit more energy, it's because I was nursing an energy drink for most of the day and sitting around and only playing Spider-Man. So, um, <laughs> my steps today are in the triple digits. It's terrible. Um. But you're going to post this question as a community question. I'm going to put it in the community question in the Discord. If you don't know, the Discord is available to everyone. There's nothing stopping you from joining joining our Discord right now, if you haven't already, um, and talking about what you might do for a team of three themed around oh. gym leader or... What's up? I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, if you are looking for a practice cup tournament for Guardian... Uh, one of our friends, uh, Chronic Insomniac, is hosting a f- uh, live remote practice tournament this Saturday evening. Mm. If you would like to give it a check out, here is the Sylph Arena link. And I'm going to jump over here and grab the Discord link. I will also ask Steven to put this on the podcast later mm-hmm. put under the, the description. But that is the link for the tournament. And here is the link for the Discord. No, Sir Maximus, no. Sir Maximus, you missed the part where we were talking about our balls. And that in February, February we're we're going to have an event uh, all about Pokeballs. Uh, Our premier balls, our luxury balls. Our uh, love balls. Our love balls. The quick balls. um, Heavy balls, etc. So, yeah. Sir Maximus, Catch you're, these just, fastballs. you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna have to listen to the podcast afterwards. So, and Sir Maximus, you'll actually have uh, you're gonna um, <laughs> as a patron, you're gonna have access to the podcast tomorrow versus having access to it on Friday. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the funny thing of Voltorb is blue balls. Which is actually also humorous because that's not intended. The what was it? Gen one and two were automatically generated by code. That sounds right. So, 
Yeah, because you could transfer a Mewtwo from Gen 1 with a certain set of IVs, and it would be yellow mm-hmm. in Gen 2. Yeah, so the... the Was it Gen... Was it Gen 3 then? Gen 3 was the first no, generation. they actually they started actually, mapping shinies, yeah. They, yeah, they started <laughs> actually like deciding what the shiny colors were versus it being decided by a, a program. So Every water type shall be pink. <laughs> Here it. Here at Game Freak, we love pink. Do you like pink? We're going to make water pink. Water I mean, it's essentially they were the invert colors of whatever they were. Yeah. Grass is alternate green. And everything Rock else. Is poop gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everything else is. Oof. Doesn't matter. No one cares. <laughs> green is just the yellow green. Yeah. It's that's an odd. It was an odd breakdown. We could talk about the 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 shiny stuffs. I don't know. At this point, I'm making stuff up and extending a podcast that doesn't need to be extended. I don't know about you guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sir Maximus, I have to find you this meme. It's really funny. Oh boy. Second. Oh boy. We got memes. Um, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the Magmar one from Community Day. Ah, gosh, Sir Maximus, what a a lovely human being you are! <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Randos, I guess, walking in distress. Yeah, I mean, well, no, it doesn't. Honestly, the the fun banter in the Twitch chat is something that I do enjoy, um, and I do wish we had a bit more of. But here you go, Sir Maximus. Oh God, keep it chill. Um. I think that's it. Community question. I'm trying to think if there's anything else leading up, coming up. Hi, dog. I know. I know, buddy. You and me. We're going to go for a walk here real soon. Um, I'm scared. Actually, if I click on this, it might open in this page uh, on the Chrome that's being streamed. And I really... Can you send that to me via Discord? Yeah. Jesse? Okay, thank you. Um, I think with that, if I ramble any longer, it's just going to be useless. Um. Oh, is that what I think it is? Yeah. If it's okay, then it's a shiny Macargo, <laughs> shiny Magmar. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Battle Lines Podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, anything at all, you can reach us via Twitter at Battle Underscore Science in our Discord. On uh, general, you can. Let's see. Uh, email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jiggly Dad. Uh, he has concerns. If you have concerns like Jiggly Dad, you can email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to help support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash battlescience and back us at the dollar tier or more to get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast and the Battle Science podcast day or days sooner than the general public as well as if ever we do bonus stuff you'll get it usually a couple days to a week plus earlier um and if we ever do pre uh pre-shows post shows they will go up there there is a post show that i have yet to put up on patreon from last the last battle science podcast um that will go up that is some fun discussions about our merch i forgot we have merch. Ah, how dare I? 
Uh, goodness, where did I put the link for that? If you also want to support us, you can go over to, I believe it is stream elements store.streamelements.com slash battle science to get some I would like to say reasonably priced merch. I'm going to pull this up into here. Battle Science Shield sticker. Battle Science Shield mug. The fourth most listened to video game podcast in Hong Kong in November of 2020 according to statistics. The Battle Science podcast hoodie. Uh, you can get it in a t-shirt flavor. You can get the Battle Science Shield in a t-shirt as well. And the um mug if you are interested in repping our most ridiculous catchphrase is that gray and silver of course i went with purple and asphalt i think i can do a fifth color and i might see if i can do a darker gray actually no i don't have a black here hmm. i'll change that up uh let's see here if you want to support us by not sending us any money you can go over to our youtube channel and hit the follow button you do not have to ring that bell we are trying to get to the 100 subscribers so that we can be youtube.com slash battle science we haven't gotten to it yet but we are making progress i will say we are making progress uh speaking of nightbot in the twitch chat is posting our youtube link please subscribe to our youtube uh to help make the url for the channel easier to share currently it is youtube.com slash channel slash UC1BWWW dash. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I Stop it. I enjoy reading. Stop it. I enjoy reading links, but that's just going to give me a headache. So I'll refuse to read that one. Uh, and if you want to join us for a Guardian Cup in February, you can hop over to our Discord. Uh, like Jesse said, there's going to be a practice Guardian Cup this Saturday being hosted over at which discord was it it's booze battle and have fun okay we'll have a link for it in our discord as well as you can join us for the monthly remote where we'll probably start about middle through february and uh end. maybe i'll make it exciting and have it happen after community day Oof. Ooh. start the cup after community day community day is what the 12th that sounds right that's gonna be Yep. Yeah. Started on the fourteenth. I would start it on the thirteenth. Give us that Sunday. Okay. So um yes. We'll see what everyone in the battle lab wants to do. Yeah. If you want to join us for that, come over and say hello. I think that's it. You guys and gals are all awesome. Thank you for joining us. Yep. We will catch you in February for a jam packed month of a ton of stuff um probably a more breakdown of what in whatever in the world registeel is going to do with zap cannon um more thoughts on hopip not now phone call um more thoughts on acrobat acrobatics acrobatics yep and other stuff in the next episode of the battle science podcast but until then we will see you out there on the battlefield Bye.